This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Shoes. Light Comfy, good to go to. And welcome back to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Jan Shanaeus and the Fulham Shadow, who really is a shadow tonight, <laughs> our friend Emilio Danello. He is actually outside of Craven Cottage. You can make him up, but he is really the shadow tonight. And we're going to talk <laughs> about an emphatic Emilio 62 wow. victory. Now, I want to start off going to you because you and I talked about a month ago. I think it was before the match with Bournemouth, you wanted to see an emphatic victory. Well, it took a little bit. Now you have them back-to-back. What are your thoughts about what you watched at Craven Cottage? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, and it's good to have you back on the show. Yeah, hi, Ross. Thank you, Mighty Kirsten. Well, yeah. what can you say? That that was an emphatic performance, especially that, you know, that first half. It's, you know, the whole team, especially the first 15 minutes, of, you, know, up, you know, it was an entertaining game. But overall, we were emphatic. You know, we, you know the quality was there to be seen. We needed a commanding performance. We, let's, what could you say? You had a, you had a man top of his confidence. Ten out of ten performance from from the big man up front. Yep. Similarities with Bobby Zamora there today in terms of his all round oh, wow. play. You know his physique, his vision, his goals, everything. And then with the rest of the team, it was just a ten start, ten out of ten performance. There were some nervy moments at the beginning, and of course, give us we'll our We came that. back from a you know twice from behind to to win emphatically, like you said, but. You know, overall, one more can Fulham fan. What thirteen goals in in two games? Thirteen goals in two games. It's in, insane. It's an insane result. But you know, we'll take it. Go to Birmingham on Tuesday night, and more of the same, please. But this is, you know, this is going to be encouraging now, right? Absolutely. Two back-to-back Absolutely. wins, emphatic wins, and we've got a result back at Craven College. The last time, I think, when was the last time we won at home? I think it was a Barnsley game back in November. So yep. we needed a home victory for the fans, and now we got that. So let's let's continue this 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 run like we did when we lost to Coventry um, back in October time. So um, yeah, as a fan, what more can we ask for? You know, we've got I don't we know can go and celebrate seven, tonight. 
Are you disappointed that they yeah, didn't get we, to seven? Yeah, to be honest, I am. I am disappointed. <laughs> we're, all, we're all wanting seven. We're all expecting to score eight. We're all recollecting all the... Wow, five, think six, about nil, that. We were recollecting all the all the games in the past where we've been watching our Fulham play home or away where we've got five, we've got six. Yep. Not many sevens. I remember sevens against Swansea. I was here with them. We've lost, we've lost. you know, what was it? 10-0 to Liverpool, 6-0 yep. to Port Vale at home, 5-0 yep. at home to Chester, all those donkeys years ago. So, yeah, so we've had some good and bad performances over the years. But, yeah, I'm disappointed we didn't score more, to be honest. And I only saw one <laughs> in the ham- towards the Hamilton's end from the Fulham fans. So that was the... Uh, the, the great Cabana go in the second half. That was yeah. only a disappointment. Knowing our luck, all the Fulham goals from the first half were on the other side of the pitch. So, but oh. it's, I'm not complaining. 6 2, <laughs> three points, top of the league, another hat trick. What more is there to complain about? There's nothing to complain about, really. No, there isn't, Emilio. And we'll talk about upcoming. You know, I think mm. it was very important. And Giannis, I'll go to you because I want your opening thoughts. Very important to show that they could come from behind. Now, they did it twice mm. in this match, and I think it's vital to show that you have that side of you Yeah. because I've seen them struggle when they get behind. They did it twice today. I think this is something actually to build on, and then once they got their noses in front, it was all foam. So mm. I want your opening thoughts, Giannis. Yeah, the two home defeats to, to Reading and Sheffield United came, came to mind there. I mean, I remember the Reading game at home. Mm. We should have absolutely destroyed, and we, we created enough chances. But I'm still scratching my head a little bit because results sort of went our way before the game started, you know, with the cherries getting popped by Luton. And then Blackburn, of course, got a nice win up down in Wales. But I thought um, it was a complete performance. And I think it was important because we've got two tricky games coming up with Birmingham City and Stoke. And Birmingham, uh, you know, you never really know what you're going to get. they got a decent point up at deep Delta today. And Stoke City, I think, are at a real crossroads of their season with Michael yep. O'Neill mm. and their team. They picked up, funnily enough, Phil Jagielka this morning. Wow. Um, okay. The fallout of the Derby nonsense. So we needed the win. Um, and I thought in the second half in particular, we took that, we, we pulled the handbrake up. I think we really, you know, we, it was in the bag. Yep. And you could tell that, that Pearson's boys were in the, you know, they knew they were done. And, um, you know, we, we didn't, we, we stepped down a little bit, which is fine. But a good win overall, and all we can do is now with the games in hand coming up, we keep yeah. winning, and that's going to be the key. We keep winning and keep playing, um, and um, it's funny how Seri's gone off, and all of a sudden, with, with um, Harrison in the number six, you've got Kearney now just running the whole bloody That's right. That's a great point, yeah. Giannis. Yeah. It's a fantastic point how the central midfield has actually changed and actually really come together with Seri not being there. It's very interesting what happens when he comes back, because I think that Harrison Reed has really gone back to his natural position. And Emilio, I want to get your thoughts on this because you watched this. The three of them together, I'm talking about Harrison Reed. You have now Tom Kearney really being able to Mm -hmm. run the show a little further up the pitch. And then you have Carvalho able to make those runs and be dangerous. So that three now seem pretty settled and have really opened things up. How can you argue with yeah. with those middle three now scoring seven goals last game and six goals now? So what are your thoughts about central <laughs> midfield? That's a great point by yeah, Giannis it is. It's, to bring it is up indi- the change now with Seri being out. Yeah, it, it is interesting. I think the only thing is I thought, you know, before the game, you know, I called, I still called out the fact that we're still lightweight in midfield. And those two goals we conceded, it's a consequence that we're not got enough strength in that midfield. That, you know, that midfield is 
elegant when, we're on, when things are going for us, when we're passing, you know, the, the movement off the ball, the, you know, yeah. just the link-up play great. But when the chips are down, and Bristol City played a very high-pressing game right from the off, and in a way, they contributed their own downfall because they didn't change their tactics when they went when we twice equalised and then took the lead. They carried on playing a high-pressing game, and that played to our advantage. And you know, you saw the way we were just passing the ball sweetly and and beautifully. But for me, when you know, their two goals are because we just were not strong enough in midfield. No one making a challenge. Their first goal reminded me of the Sheffield United goal, you know, that we conceded last month. And for me, I. You know, it's an interesting dilemma. I still, I still prefer to have Seri there, probably in that central holding midfield. To be yeah. honest, you know, Harrison Reed. You know, I keep saying I'm not his biggest fan, but you know, he did what he, he's he's paid to do. He will run around like a headless chicken, break up play. Isn't pretty at times. You know, something there were some positives from him, there were some negatives from him today. But I will still like to see Seri in that position. To okay. be honest, I will okay, still like to see him there. I just don't think we're physically strong enough with those three playing week in week out. And when the chips okay. are down. And they don't give us... A, if teams close us down and play a tactical game like Sheffield United do, we will struggle with those three midfield. Okay. Physically. Well, wh- what know, about Chalaba? Because I think Chalaba offers what you're looking for, Emilio. Yeah. He looked good. He was probably the only one who made a meaningful contribution when he came on, you know, as a substitute, to be honest. Bobby Reed and Mooney's didn't really offer much. But, you know, it was a professional second-half performance. You know, there's no need to stretch yourself. You've got another game yeah. coming up on Tuesday night. Whether it's six two or ten two, it's only going still three points on the board. So it's keep, you know close this game off, be professional, don't don't stretch yourself, don't take unnecessary risks, and prepare yourself to choose the night. But Shalabar thought you know passed the ball neatly, calmly, a bit like a bit like Tom Kearney in that respect. But I still see him, I don't see him being as a natural starting eleven. I still see him as being a substitute and covering when there's injuries rather than an automatic starter. But It'd be interesting to see what we do with Seri. Seri will obviously have a couple of games to rest when he gets back from the African right. Nations Cup. But look, he had the man of the match performance the other day. So, you know, the, I see him still returning back to his natural position when he's when he's back from the African Nations Cup. And hopefully we're still in pole position in this division. Okay, interesting. I want to get, Giannis, your thoughts on this. I, I know we're talking about, you know, something in the future. But what do you make of what... Emilio just shared because again we we watched the performance and Emilio's concerned about being too lightweight in central midfield and he would actually want Seri back in his natural role. What do you make of that? It's funny again. I can't believe I'm going to mention this again, but when I, I saw the second goal that Semenyo scored, I, and I, yep. I I do I really do like Tim Ream as you know, but really the marking there in terms of touch type wasn't good enough, mm. and that's where you really need to be more physical, and that's a weak point for us we need i i kept thinking where's steph joe yeah. isn't it yeah. i mean that's really gentleman yeah. jim actually yeah. said that yeah. during yeah. the match mcdonald steph joe yeah, McDonald's steph actually joe. he actually said that during the match that referenced stefan johansson that maybe you know and again i don't want to put words in jim's mouth but he talked about that type of player yeah mm-hmm. and that's something we maybe need to look at if you look at even that second goal um uh, yeah. was running across uh, alongside ream I thought he could have cut the angle there. It was a it was a nice finish. Two yeah. nice goals from the lad. Yeah. But um, you can't. You've got a lesson. Look at the lessons we got to learn from. You know when die when and die scored against us. Um, yeah. Sheffield United. Um, same thing. Is same, Achilles yeah. heel. There. Yeah. Same thing. It's an Achilles heel. We've got to keep an eye on that. Um, I think Tim Ream will be disappointed with that second goal. I, I really do. You should be able okay. to be hold up, turn that quick, and really. Um, it was a super goal. I really Both was. goals. 
I yeah, both, both goals, goals were goals, excellent. Both goals were. Semenya, both were yeah. excellent. You can't fault him, and you can't fault Bristol City's approach, Giannis, because as Emilio already said, I was concerned to see what would happen when we got pressed again. And mm-hmm. Emilio brought this up. His concern is what do you do when a team can really work that out and really cause us all kinds of problems and we don't respond, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. that physical presence yeah. and uh, they did that. And then they have this goal score that could really hurt us twice. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts about that? I mean, again, you are going right to, I hate to say, you know, and again, I like Tim Ream, but mm-hmm. I think they need to seriously, Giannis, I, th- I think they need to consider looking at a center back in this window right now. I, I hate to go there. Uh, when we're talking about a huge victory. But you know what? I thought about it just like Emilio mentioned, and I've thought about it for a while. He is a liability at times because of, you know, again, he's getting up there in age, and he just can't stay with younger, quicker, physical players. Emilio, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a tough one because we've Blackburn are hanging around. They uh, are. West, West Brom have tailed off. And if you're going to start really planning for next year, mm-hmm. based on the assumption that Tim Ring won't be around, you really need a left-sided centre-back. So with this transfer window, I'm not talking about a loan unless it's a loan to a purchase. Yep. And I think that's somewhere we need somebody to partner toes in. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. that um, that might be something that Silver's going to take take a very close look at to see if there's anybody out there. There may be, there may be players out there. You've got to look international as well. Right. But... Um, we shouldn't be conceding to mm. Bristol City. No disrespect. I think they're an okay side. Right. Um, but really, um, we really shouldn't be. I mean, it, I'm sure Silver would have gone in at half time and gone, Are you kidding me? Right. Why? We, never mind, we scored five. Why have we conceded mm. two? I'd have been annoyed at that. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll have gone to sleep. He'll go to sleep all right tonight, but say, Now, what can we do to make adjustments? Troy Deeney, we're facing Troy Deeney Tuesday night. Yep. You know, I mean, he's someone who can do the same thing, turn, move. He's still got a little yep. bit of pace and he can shoot. So some questions for Silver to to to, uh, to look at. Okay. Back over to you, Emilio. That was really the negative part that we can yeah. talk about. Let's now focus on some positivity, oh, yeah. okay? Absolutely. Let's talk I think about, let's, let's talk know, about the equalizer like. that yeah. made it 1-1, Emilio, you know, from, from Mitro. Yeah, again, it's a just you know, great cross from Wilson and just a just a perfect header from Mitrovic in the bottom in the, in the right you know directed it perfectly well bottom corner keeper you know I had a good good a good view from a diagonal standpoint it was just you know as soon as it hit as soon as he hit it on the head you know it was in the back of the net so you know again what was it what was important there the way we responded fairly quickly so I thought we started the first four or five minutes positive attack minded but then it said that we weren't aggressive enough in the middle of the park. You know, it just felt like a Sheffield United mark two, and then you know, the guy scored a very good goal. You know, maybe I don't think the keeper could be at forward. It was in the you know, it was in his near near post. So again, maybe the goalkeeper don't like to be beaten from that position. But overall, it was the power that he put yep. on the shot. But overall, we responded pretty well in the first half. And normally, we take our time getting an equaliser, don't we? We tend to get wait to the second half, but we responded early and back on top. And I thought that's it. Okay, now we're going to take control. And then, unfortunately, <laughs> again. We weren't strong enough in midfield defensively, like Yanis said. You know, we we should have done better, and they took the lead again. So it's um, overall, they played the, they made they made it easier for us just the way they were set up because it was a very open game. It was very entertaining, and you know, 
maybe uh, Pearson should have made some technical changes when he when he went two one up and he didn't. No, and that was to kept, our advantage. He just stuck with what they were doing, yeah. and it really played to our strengths, Emilio. I'm glad that you brought that up. And Giannis, I want to go back to you because as we're talking about the problems Fulham had by giving up these two goals, I want to now focus like we just did on the response. You have the first response. And as Emilio said, sometimes it takes us a while to have a response. Well, then we had a second response and Mm -hmm. Cabano gets the equalizer. Talk about how important this is, not just in this game, but just in the mentality of Fulham Football Club, the comeback twice in a game. Well, it's the Harry Wilson effect. I mean, before the, the City game in the Cup last week, I thought he was struggling a little bit and it, and it, he seemed to be looking a little sorry for himself. And then when he scored the winner down at Ashton Gate, fluke or no fluke, I think it was a bit of a fluke, all of a sudden he's perked up. And he had a worldie of a game against Reading. And again, it's a perfect cross. Like that first goal was a fantastic cross because of the spin. Yep. And Mitra did the rest. And for this one, it was a similar sort of cross, except Mitra's done what he does brilliantly, the nod down. The beautiful nod down across the box and Cabana doing the right thing, making the run in, the, the, the third man run in. It was a super goal. And again, goal. that link between Wilson and Mitro is scary. It's different because it's easy when a ball is coming over and you say, well, head it clear. But this is why players like Wilson sometimes are under, underrated because the amount of spin that he puts in the ball makes yep. it difficult, makes it swerve. That's why someone like James Ward Prowse is such a, a brilliant player because right. he's. You know, whether it's dead ball or moving ball, the spin adds the weight to the ball and, and it takes it makes the ball wobble a little bit. And especially with that, the second thing, the defender was misread it, spinned him in, a little nod back, and Cabana's put it in. And at that point, I'm thinking, oh, we, we should take care of this now. It's, um, it's, it's, it's 2 2. We should win it from here. Okay. And back over to you, Emilio, because I think the next goal from Fulham, mm. I think, is vital in so many different ways. As Giannis just said, at 2-2, you get that next goal, and you can really push on like Fulham did. But the person who scored the goal, mm. I think it was very important that he got this goal. And We're talking about Fabio Carvalho. Mm. He hasn't scored in a while, yeah. and this was a goal that we've seen from him before. It's been a long time. I think this is very important for not just Fulham Football Club, but for Carvalho, gave Fulham the lead. But in the long yeah. term, I think this is going to be massive for him. Yeah, he needed that goal, like you said, for confidence purposes. But yeah, you know, we did. Back, you know, we responded in the same way that Sheffield, you know, from Sheffield United and what um, uh, Bristol City did today when they went right through the middle of the pond. And again, Carvalho had the you know time, space, and the, the finish was immense. Yep. You know, to be honest, and that's put a few million on his price tag. To be honest, if he's going to go this season, so um, overall, he needed that for his confidence. He got our noses in front in the game, and just to quite, I think it's probably probably the best goal of the game, to be honest, in my opinion, because he's just young lad. Yep. Slightly devoid of kind of that was his best performance since he's come back from injury. Certainly yep. that I've seen, to be honest. And overall, he needed that to boost his confidence. And there'll be other there'll be agents sniffing around even more so oh. after that goal. And you know, Bristol City's players, the, the defense stood off him, and he had time, space, and his finish was immaculate. So very fair play to him. He had, he had a very good game today. And I think it's, you know, it's, I've been, you know, I've been, I think a lot of fans have been critical of him, especially the fact that he's not signed a contract and his performances since injury haven't been good enough for his, you know, from, by his own standards. But, you know, he's answered a few critics there with that, with that superb goal and, you know, his overall play today. Okay, excellent. And I just want to share this because Dave, this is why I am really talking about this. Nice to see us respond from going behind. 
I think it's so important moving forward for Fulham that they did this today, especially against a team that pressed them. Because I wanted to see if they could deal with a team that wasn't going to give them the space and was mm. going to press them. I know we're talking about their deficiencies when they're pressed, mm. but once they got beyond that and got the goals that they needed, they really it played to their strength. So they had to get through that. And I think coming from behind is huge. Giannis, I want to go back to you. I'm going to give you the honors to talk about the, the two goals from Mitro. <laughs> Amazing. To, uh, to get another hat trick in the first half, I have you ever seen that this many? I've, how many times has he done this now? It's crazy. And before we do that as well, can I just make a comment as well? When it was three two, go ahead. I haven't seen the replay, but in front of me, Harrison Reed tackled in the penalty area. Was that was that a penalty? That That's a great three, question. What, that could what are your thoughts three, about that? Yes. I thought it was a penalty from where I sat, right in front of me. But I haven't seen the replay. But I from couldn't three, get a three, good view. It went to four two. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just saying that could have been a turning point of the game. But I don't know <laughs> what you guys saw there. On I think it, yeah, what I do think you it. think? Because I couldn't tell if he actually got him or not because he backed off. It was a bad view. I thought it was a pen. I thought mm. we got away with one now. Okay. Um, I've okay, been man enough to admit that. We've had, okay. Listen, we've had a lot of calls this year um, that haven't gone quite I'm sure Nigel about. Pearson will be talking about that. That, mm. was actually, that was actually Nigel Pearson leaving behind Teddy there in his moped. <laughs> it's a long way down the M4, mate. I'll tell you. Uh, but no, no. I mean, it's um, Mitro. Um, yep. Mitro is just—he's um, on a, He's in fire. I think I'm more more happy with his creation of goals than than even the, his goal. Hey, he's scoring. getting his teammates involved. He's getting yeah. his teammates involved. He's 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 playing with a smile on his face. He's he's having fun, and. Um, and what you, a happy Mitro is a happy Fulham. And, and yeah, uh, agreed. I mean, I couldn't believe, you know, we're 5-2 up on City at half time, And it's, you're going, this is, have we really just scored 12 goals <laughs> in three halves? You know, this is this is absolute insanity. But um, the importance was to score goals at home because we've been free-flowing on, on the road, but at home, not so much. So it was nice to bang a few past City. Uh, no disrespect to them, although I do like seeing Nigel Pearson grimace. I kind of enjoyed that too. And Emilio, I, I want to go back to you because I was talking to someone before the match and said that Bristol City, especially at Craven Cottage, is Fulham's bogey team right now, mm. up until this match. So I think it's even nicer to beat that team because, again, I can't tell you – over the last few years, several years now, mm. they've kind of craven cottage and, and had their way with Fulham. It was nice that now Fulham actually have done this to yeah. two teams. They did it to Reading because, again, I'm so happy they were able to do it to Reading. Now <laughs> they've done it to Bristol City. Yeah, they've actually got rid of some demons. Yeah, at least for, at least for the supporters. Exactly, bring down those psychological barriers. You know, I know yeah. players don't always look at score, you know, trends and past performances against club. But like you said, we've constantly been beaten at home by Bristol City in in previous seasons. But you know, I want to just call out that you know just that that that, that goal from Mitrovic, the top corner, the ball from Tom to him. Just look at just look at Tom's calmness, composure, arrogance, and the way he just passed it to Mitrovic, and just that finish. That finish again just reminds me of a Bobby Zamora type finish from, yeah. from the Premier League. That's why. So many similarities with Bobby today with his hold-up play, vision, strength, passing, scoring, heading. Look, you know, what more do you want? This, this yep. guy's a beast on top of his game at the moment. And 
you know, and we kept we keep saying, we kept saying even today, surely we would have scored more than nine league goals last season at home if we had played Mitrovic. I know we may not have stayed up, yep. but again, it's what if, what if, what if we keep saying. Right. But look, look, let's let's get promoted this season and let's see what happens next year. But it's overall the man's in the best form of his life, to be honest. And um yep. Gordon Davis, if you're watching, you know, yeah, your know. record is getting close. I was winding him up the other day, but I think he's got he's still got a long way before he gets Gordon's uh, all-time record goals <laughs> for Fulham. But at this rate, he's going to hit 40 goals this season. A- absolutely. But the worry is, who's backup? Where's the backup? And that's okay, still, okay. Still, Again, still lingering the in form my shadow has to go to the negative. He has to yeah. go there. No, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure we, we win this league. 1-0 injury to Mitrovic. Just let's make sure we've got enough quality in, in reserve there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I understand why you're saying that because you're right. Actually, I would agree with that. I'm just going to share some mm. comments about Mitro. we got Stefan saying Mitro plays for the team. I agree with that. This goes back to our conversation from our friend Colm Bugler. It's not yeah. all about his goals. Yeah, you're right. His salary is important as well. You guys are both talking about that. And as uh, Stefan said, this – is all confidence building, and I agree with that. I'm, I'm going to share this from our friend Steve Reynolds. After five minutes, Mitro was having a yeah. go at calf for a lack of movement. That said, Mitro was up for it, and I yeah, totally true. I agree saw that, with that. Saw that moment. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff, guys. All right, let's flip to the second half, and uh, I'll go back to you, Emilio, because you, you've already said this. You were actually kind of disappointed that they didn't <laughs> score more goals, mm, but yeah. but Nice can score. Oof. To make it six to two, and I, you probably got a good view of this one. Mm. Absolutely, just the, just again another player probably playing the form of his life as well. You know, we've not seen Cabana play at this level consistently throughout his Fulham career, but the arrogance, the technique, and the way the, and the finishing, the finish there was amazing. You know, that's again that thing. Who was it? Was it Colum or Stefan McLeod? Just made a point. It's all about confidence there. Exactly. Cabana would not have scored that maybe two seasons ago. But again, it's confidence does a lot to your your ability and your, your all round playing. Just just the arrogance, just the just his technique there for the, to give himself the time and, and the shot, the power. You know, the keeper, no chance. Six two, and and we still what? We still had half an hour then. That's why somewhat disappointed it wasn't more than six because you know Cabana scuffed another shot. I'm sharing this comment from our friend Chris Goodwin. The Fulham shadow has very high standards. This oh, is yes. true, Chris. Oh, yes. This is true. Yeah. Realistic as well. Realistic standards as well. It's, <laughs> uh, let's not get carried away. But yeah, that goal was just immense. And, you know, maybe Niskins could have got a seventh when he scuffed that other shot. And, and Mooney's when he didn't anticipate that ball from Reed in the six hour ball. Where the hell was Mooney's there? You've got to get in that. You've got to anticipate that ball and get the ball in the back of the net. So, yeah, I am disappointed we didn't get more than six. Okay. But, you know, the, the fact that the goalkeeper was time wasting from literally from half time to keep the score down. When have you ever heard of that? Uh, opposing goalkeeper time wasting. It just shows you down. again. I said this about the last mm. match as well that Fulham didn't make them quit. I'm talking about Bristol City, but they made them submit to how they wanted mm. to play. They they didn't give up, but they knew that nothing good was really going to come from this. That that the match was over. Yeah, and and that was that. That was that, Emilio and and Yana. So coming up next. We're going to talk about man of the match. I think I know who it is, but we're going to talk about man of the match. And feel free to share who your man of the match was for this impressive victory for Fulham. Okay, Giannis, I'll go to you first. Man of the match. I have to say it's got to be Mitro, right? 
I'm not sure because Mitro, <laughs> because because Mitro was absolutely magnificent, but Kearney, yeah, Kearney's Kearney's joie de vivre and flow and okay and presence was just. I mean, it was. Something, I, all right, I'm going to give it to Mitro, but it's a very close one, one A, one B. Kearney's. Uh, I mean, we've got two games coming out, obviously, with, with the Brummies and, and the Potters. Um, so I'm hoping his knee is going to be okay and what have you. But when he's on the pitch, it just it's he's a he's a he's a general, he's a marshal. He, he makes it look so easy. And they all seem like they're, they're playing with a lot of fun and a lot of freedom. Exactly. Which is great. Mitro was, um, well, you know. I mean, what am I going to say? 27 and 24. He's going to obliterate Tony, obliterate Tony's record. Yep. Um, I, I think he could get 45, actually. That I mean, would I just be crazy. Wait, wait till Blackpool. We're playing Blackpool, I think, two weeks today. Yep. I bet Mitro's been eyeing this particular return match for a while. I bet he's going to go, you know what? Bloomfield Road, maybe. We're not down here in West London. We're going to have you, <laughs> brothers. And I, I'm going to predict, I'm predicting now that he scores a hat-trick against Blackpool. <laughs> Yeah, I hope me first. I really hope you're right. Okay, Foam Shadow, man of the match. Yeah, it's again, it's Mitro for me. It's you know, it's a thing, a no-brainer really. But you know, I think I agree with Yanis. Tom Kearney's influence today, his passing, his vision. There was some Scott Parkerness in his pass, his, his play as well. But then that's what you need when you're sort of goal down, two one down. Yeah. You need some composure, some calmness, some. Keep the ball. Don't give the ball away cheaply. All those, all those, you know, those, those, you know, basically that's what Tom Kenny is very good at doing. And, you know, when he was on the ball, he looked immense, got assists. Yep. You know, what was the only thing that was missing from Tom Kenny's game today was a goal. But overall, he was, he was a, a close second. And I want to, again, I've mentioned it earlier, Cavalier. I thought this was his best performance mm-hmm. since, um, since injury. And hopefully this, this Good will point. give him the confidence to push on because you know I he's not so. he's not been playing particularly well in recent weeks. But that that was probably the goal of the game as well from our perspective. So okay, and Cabano again, Cabano another two goals. You know we can't not call him out. So the whole very good team performance. But you know just I don't want to reflect on some of the negatives because you know it's it's you should, <laughs> we should be thr- we should be relishing this six two victory and uh, let's move on to Birmingham City. But there's a, just a, just a few niggling doubts there here and there as always. So. Oh. Okay, excellent stuff. I'm going to share some comments. We have to start here. Emilio is living up to the shadow. He certainly (laughs) is. Thank you, Steve, for sharing that. (laughs) Let's see. We got our friend Wayne says Mitro all day long. My friend St. Emma, Mitro, man of the match. That's Mm. going to really bother Steve. I had to share that. So (laughs) let's see. Man of the match, this Mitro fellow who keeps going. Keep scoring goals. I agree with that. Let's see. We got Mitro from Mats and Stefan also says Mitro. I think it's hard not to say Mitro, mm. but I'm glad, Giannis, that you brought up Tom Kearney because, again, we're going back to the return when that is of Jean-Michael Serry. But mm. this is given the opportunity, Giannis, for Tom Kearney to shine again. Yeah, and one of the other things that I think has been spectacular uh, during this run is the fact that um, Cavallero has, has been magnificent the last eight or nine games. He's he's, uh, he's not made any mistakes. He's had no touch. <laughs> he's had no touches of the ball. Um, he's not missed any chances and he's not missed any headers. Every time we have the, by the way, every time we have the pre-game press conference, I yep. get nervous. I get nervous because because you I, think 
You think he's, he's going to talk about Ivan Cavallero? You think you think it's coming up? <laughs> you know what? There should be a riot down Fulham Palace Road if he's including <laughs> eleven. Seriously, because where do you put him? Where do you where do you you cannot? Okay, put but him Giannis, anywhere. you no. do know that once he is fully healthy, he is going to get a shot to play. You do know that. I'd loan him out. <laughs> there's I'd worse lo- players, and there's worse players that we need to loan out. I think he's going to be. A good bench player again, again on this day. He's got he's got some qualities there. Again, I'd be getting rid of Knockhart first. Yeah, Knockhart would go first. Oh, Knockhart! Yeah, Knockhart go needs to, to move on. He can go to Brighton. They're so boring down there. They'd, <laughs> they'd uh, maybe we maybe maybe just maybe we could uh, you know ask if we could get Dan Burn back. Dan Burn was superb last night against Palace. <laughs> Absolutely superb. Okay. He has so developed as a player. And actually, okay. funnily enough, he might be the kind of centre back that we could potentially be looking at for next year. And he's got the experience mm. and he's left footed. Mm. You know, just saying, but Caviera yeah, not... can um no, I'm not having that. He might we need have, him. Can... Yeah, yeah, we need another Joe Manderson, don't we, in defence next season. Uh, yeah. to play alongside Tosin. Oh, we absolutely Tosin's, do. We yeah, Tosin's do. not the play this season he was last season. And why? Because he hasn't got he doesn't get that partner. He doesn't have that partner. That's a great point there. Yeah. Okay, Giannis, I have a comment from you, from Steve Reynolds. One for Giannis. Should Tom have done better for the goal we conceded? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, and that's something that Silver will, I'm sure, um, well, the walkthrough, there won't be practice tomorrow, and the walkthrough will be Monday for the Tuesday game, but during the yep. walkthrough, I'm sure he'll take him and say, got to do a little better, son, because, in a, you know, when we play like the likes of the Bournemouths and Blackburns and the ha-has, um, it could be a last-minute thing where it's nil-nil. You've got to put a challenge in, son. Do it. Okay. Do your job. Okay. But that's the only thing. I mean, if that's the only thing we can... I mean, our 90 minutes of utter brilliance. Um, but, yeah, I think you should have done better, better there. Okay, excellent. I'm going to share this from Dave Cronin. We have not mentioned Marco right. at all. Let's give Silva some praise as well. Mm-hmm. Never gets mm-hmm. mentioned. It's actually very a good true. point. Dave. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very yeah. true. We are not mentioning enough mm-hmm. of the job Marco Silva's doing. Emilio, you and I complained two seasons ago all the time about Parker Ball, me and you. Yeah, and yeah, true. Very true, yeah. We, yeah. We com- I, is there really much to complain about here? I know we're talking about small things or potentially things that, that could be issues, but overall, the style of play from Marco Silva has been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, and we always said, well, I think we were said before the season, you know, what we were expecting. We will score many goals, but we will concede. I think, you know, there have been instances where, you know, you know, we haven't been able to kill those games off. Those games that we've dropped points from winning positions, that, that's, that's true. been disappointing. So, you know, Bristol City away, Preston mm-hmm. away, Luton away, Luton away yeah. you know, is it Derby at home, those games, Coventry away, Blackpool away. It's, we're either winning emphatically or we're sort of struggling to one ones and all that. So it's t- turn around some of those one ones into ugliest 2-1 wins then we'll win, we'll win the championship but if you're okay. going to sort of either win 6-0 or struggle to a 1-0 defeat or 1-1 draw then you know the likes of Blackburn the other teams are going to keep pressing us so that's that's it but then again no one's perfect right but I love no. watching this team play because we're scoring goals for fun very exciting to watch you know and we've got some good times ahead so, it's, yep. so let's get let's get let's win this championship let's get promoted and Let's get back up to the big stage and stay in that division because all we need is one good season in the Premier League or consolidate, then we do what the other teams do, just keep building year on year. That's exactly. all we need. Exactly. Easier said and than done, admittedly, but it's uh, 
you know, if, if the likes of Aston Villa can do it, Brighton, Wolves, why can't, why can't we? Do it? Why can't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. You are 100%. You just have to survive that first yeah. year. And if they can finally survive it and then build from that point on. Build, exactly. Emilio, there's no reason why they can't have a long no, run no. in the Premier League like they did before. They're, they have the ability to do that. They just need to do it. But, yeah. Giannis, before we go, I, I want to ask you about Silva real quick because I was thinking about this. I know how much of a fan you were of Parker. You you were mm-hmm. really were. So how do you feel about the difference between Parker and Silva now? It's funny. I, I wish – when you first start coaching, you sort of don't feel like you have the pressure on you. So you just go out and you coach and – I think as you win things and you get older, sometimes it gets a little bit more nervy. But I think it's, you know, he's the, the, the compare he's so conservative, Parker. Um, I, I like, I saw what he tried to do last year, but the chemistry was all wrong. And when we were in a position really to cut the gap to stay up, he couldn't do it. Silva has come in and said, okay, uh, I've been out of football for a little while but I'm just going to attack, 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 attack. And that's something that Parker never did. And no. uh, the style is, is that much better. We've got a goal difference of, what, plus 43 now, which is insanity. And um, he's got them looking happy. And let's not forget his backroom staff. You know, Luis mm. Morte yeah. was an, a masterstroke, yep. bringing him back in. And um, it's entertaining and it's fun. And teams, it, all of the championship is talking about us. Yeah, And the Premier League is probably looking down and going, what the heck is going down there? Us and Blackburn are the two stories of the season so far. Blackburn because, well, Ben Brereton Diaz, <laughs> he, could, mm. he could be gone by the end of January. And the number of goals we scored. And Mitro, who, you know, 13 starts last year or something silly like that. Yep. And now he's scored 27. It's insane. <laughs> really? Come on. <laughs> so Parker looks like a bit of a schmuck. And by the way, for Mr. Parker, he may have a, he may have a problem. Because uh, with Newcastle sniffing around, I would not be surprised if they try and put a bid in for Solanke. Yeah. This is very true, Giannis. You know, I've heard some stuff going on that he could be – get some interest. So you could be right about that. So he has something to be concerned about. I don't think Fulham have anything to worry about with Mitro. I don't think Mitro's going anywhere. I know people have been asking me. I just don't see it happening because, one – I can't imagine the cons would allow it to happen. And two, I don't think he wants to go. So, no, no, no. So that's the way I look at it. Guys, yeah. great show. I do want to mention this because I had a couple of phone supporters mention this to me that I should really be promoting this more. And I know you're going to agree with me, Emilio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, please do. Please because do. Uh, the last couple of weeks I've had more people subscribe to the YouTube channel we started this about six to seven months ago. It takes a while to build it up. So if you're watching, please do subscribe. It will really help other film supporters find us. Okay. Final thoughts from the guys. Giannis, final thoughts before we go. Um, Tuesday night will be an interesting game. I like Birmingham City. Um, I don't think it will be easy, but it is at the cottage. It's the rearranged game. I'm, I'm suspecting there will be a couple of changes in the lineup, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's our game in hand. Let's use it. And then by Friday, Tuesday night, let's be five points clear of uh, the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emilio, your final thoughts. Yeah. One more there to say, you know, six, two at home, top of the league. 
Fantastic goals, great atmosphere. We had a 15-minute delay to the game because of a, some sort of power issues at the yeah, club. Yeah. Forget that. That was also entertaining as well. So it's a uh, overall, you know, great victory. Call out to Marcus Silva, like the other fan just yeah. mentioned a few moments ago, and you know, great team performance. And look, we now can come back from a deficit as well and win games as well com- comprehensively. So Birmingham will be a trickier game again. We've not got the best record at home with them, but let's not worry about what we've done in the past. Let's, let's get another three points because then you know then. Yeah, you know, the, the what it's in our control, right? Yep. I mean, we we we've, we've, but it's. We, don't be surprised. We also see a couple signings in the transfer window as well. I think we will see some some depth and strength in midfield in particular. I still think we need someone there as cover. I don't think we've got again two of the three goals we've conceded at home. Sheffield United two today are consequences of that weakness in midfield. Okay, excellent stuff. Okay, my final mm. thoughts actually involve Giannis and myself. The Goldman doubles in play, Giannis. The Goldman doubles in play. But Giannis will be happy with this because I'm going to predict the Patriots-Bills playoff game. And I'm going to say 17-10 Bills. Yes, I don't think the Patriots are going to win tonight. (laughs) And I think Giannis is going to be happy. But I hope my team does win, but I'm not very hopeful. So I'm going with Giannis's team, the Buffalo flipping Bills. So I'm giving that to Giannis before we wrap this up. All right. Great show. We're going to be back soon. Thank you, everyone, for watching live. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please do. Please do. But let's wrap this up. For Yanis Janais, Emilio Danel, the film shadow in full shadow mode tonight. I'm yeah, Russ Goldman. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for There's watching. There's a light up there. Look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Thank you, as always, Thank for you. watching and listening Bye. to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.